I do. And I don't. I'm not going to lie anymore, Kat. I'm sick of it. It's not Monday. It's Thursday, and we're recording I Do and I Don't podcast show, which always is released on a Monday. That's true. Yeah. But if you guys think that this is a Monday for us, it's not. It's absolutely not. Not only is it not a Monday, but it's also a new moon. Which means that Kat's flow is in um, its highest, its apex. Hmm? No, mm-hmm. it's the opposite. Oh, is that true? Mm-hmm. If you have your period on a full moon, new moon, it's less <gasps> I switched heavy? cycles. I went from full moon to new moon. Huh. Huh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's just, it's... Like, does yeah. it matter? What happens? It does, actually. So um, the full moon is when your energy usually radiates forward, like okay. goes out into the world. The new moon is very introspective and mm. it goes in. Word instead. So I now know why I'm extra exhausted today. <laughs> mm, all the inward, all the, all the taken in stuff. All the taken it in. Mm. Um, what else is it? What are we talking? Oh, this is an astrology <laughs> podcast. I do and I don't show podcast shows. It's a show about astrology where we talk about moons, uh, mooning people. That's we're making it fun. Periods, which are so important. Well, flow, the ebb and flow of the ocean, which is re- responds to the stars, which is astrology, which is periods. Um, and uh, Mercury in retrograde. Do you think, that, does that mean anything or are people just like saying it? Well, it means something. But people I, love saying they it. They do. They do like pinning a lot of things on Mercury in, in retrograde. Because it sounds so cool. Yeah, yeah. I would love it, I would love it if they if they like at one point um, there was just this crazy, you know how there's like mercury in vaccines? It'd be great if they found mercury in Gatorade. Like that would be the funniest. <laughs> They're like, mercury. oh, there's mercury in, in Gatorade. Gatorade. News headings everywhere. <laughs> People are like, no, no, they mean it's mercury's in retrograde. No, you've been drinking this Gatorade. It's got mercury in it. Cut. Um... <laughs> So what we do on this podcast is we go sign by sign. So every week we'll have people write in questions about their sign, and we do, we don't like to re, like if some an Aries uh, writes an Aries question, we'll only do one Aries question every time. We'll do an Aries question, a feces question, and we'll do a Sagittarius question. Did you say a feces question? Yeah, that's what I am. Feces? It's all bullshit. Who cares? Oh God. That's you know what I thought I came up with. I thought because I've been saying that for ages. I'm a feces because it's kind of bullshit, isn't it? And uh, then I heard Steve Martin actually said it in the seventies. Oh and I snap! Think, <laughs> and I, I'm sure because I've listened to those records. I'm sure that I just stole it, but Somehow. I forgot. I bet mm. that happens a lot in the comedy world. Definitely. Anyway, if you hadn't figured it out, this is not an astrology podcast. What? It's a intimate relationship advice podcast. What? It's true. So at the risk of having another really long preamble at the start of an episode. No, no. I want to risk it because <laughs> do you think that relationship, and we haven't talked about astrology and relationships, but like half the time, you know, on dating apps and things, people are going, what's your sign? They want to mm-hmm. know these star signs and everything like that. So, well, People you know, you know me. Like, I enjoy this kind mm-hmm. of stuff, mm-hmm. and I've been using an app called The Pattern, mm-hmm. which like does a real deep dive into your astrological chart because it uses the exact time you were born. Yeah. So now, if I'm even sort of oh, interested, you bought you bothered me about that. I did. <laughs> if I'm sort of interested in someone, I ask them what time were they born, and then I figure out exactly how uh, we are compatible or not. And then send them a screenshot, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I so, was once talking to a girl and I was like, um, she was like, well, what's your sign? Blah, blah, blah. I go, eh, it's all kind of silly though. Not a good thing to say to someone heavily into astrology. She was like, no, it's not. It's a science. <laughs> like she was, this, astrology isn't a silly thing to this person. No. That like, this was just like, you know, there's so many, it's more than just like, I'm a Pisces. Like mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces in one way, but then I'm like another thing in a different moon it's thing. very complex. I'm actually quite fascinated, but not enough to like study it myself. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate to have friends who are astrologers. So when I want to really actually find out what's They're up. astrologers or they're like, they like to read about astrology. No, they're astrologers. They've studied it deeply. And, and they like, look at the stars. Yeah, they can chart people and mm-hmm. like give them all kinds of... I didn't say astronomers. I said astrologers. They still have to look at the stars. Yeah. Do they? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just surprised we've never had an astrological-based question. Well, I'm sure I can garner some for us. Just go, yeah, I would like, I would like even a, uh, an everyman, you know, go, We well, could have a guest, an astrologist guest. You know who is an astrologist who could be a guest and just ask, answer astro- astrological relationship questions? Don't say Jenny Arndt. It is Jenny Arndt. <laughs> 100%. She wrote the astronomy it column not, but she, for the what sound. Do, what do, she's she, the astrologist for the sound. Okay. Well, I would like to get questions from common people about like where they've run into a, astrology in their dating life or mm-hmm. married life. Like I'm married to a Scorpio and I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah. How does that work? You know, or can two water signs... Get together or are they going to drown? You know, like we want to yeah. have these types of I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And if you need to shoehorn Jenny Arndt into that episode. Well, I sure as hell can't answer that. Like, I don't know. That's true. Yeah, I guess we would need a professional for that. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, um, and I'm always a big fan of shoehorning Jenny Arndt. <laughs> We're just going to let that one sit right there. Okay. Okay. Um, so we do actually get questions from listeners. Uh, we keep them anonymous. I am the Where one. Where do they send them to? They send them to I do and I don't show at gmail.com. Uh, you can submit them via our website, which is I do and I don't dot show. So clever. Or you can slide into our DMs on the gram. Hit us up, yo. My children are cringing right now. And our Instagram is just I do and I don't show. Yeah, and it'd just be dope to hear from you. <laughs> Word. <laughs> So uh, Those are great 90s terms, Mom. They totally are. And the 90s is cool again. Just in time for my peak sexuality. Hooray. Mm. Uh, okay. And macrame. Wait, was that? That was more the 70s. Yeah, totally 70s. Okay. Question number one. Question Sorry. number one. I am recently out of a breakup that I initiated. I know I need time on my own, and it's going to be a while before I'm ready to date again. How do I manage interactions with people who are interested in me in a clear way? Do I tell them I'm not ready and cut off communication or do I get to know them while being clear that I'm not yet ready for romantic connection? The first thing I would do <laughs> is um, sing the song on my own, pretending <laughs> she's beside me. On my own, I walk with her, or in this case him, till morning. Um why would you do that? It's just a beautiful song. And I think it really like solidifies that you're on your own. Mm-hmm. So then you sometimes it kind you of get doesn't a, though. It's like it's like really codependent. Every time I hear that song, I want to yell, "Grow a pair!" Stop pretending he's beside you. He's not, not that into you. <laughs> okay, 
Um, don't sing that song. I was wrong. Cats uh, mm. corrected me again. Um, so how does she, what does she, my, my instinct, Cat, and I don't want to tell her this. But how do you know it's a girl? <laughs> wow, I don't know what that sound was. I just produced. <laughs> <laughs> There's Let's a frog edit. in your throat, literally. Let's edit that yeah. out, please. <clears throat> how do you know it's a girl? Um, there was no gender specific? Nope. What did, what, how does it go? How do I manage interactions with people who are interested in me in a clear way? All right, so they... They... Should um, my, my my thing is, and this is, I wouldn't tell them that. <laughs> but you have to tell them that. That's why they wrote I'm to. I'm going to tell you it. And okay. If, it, if the mic picks it up, the mic picks okay, it up. Okay, it's a secret. I would just like let whatever happens happen. Interesting. Without like having because without sort of what's the word putting anything into a box. Mm-hmm. Because, like, um, in the same way of going, like, I'm into talking to people for a long-term serious relationship, you're creating an expectation. Right. But in the same way going, like, oh, I'm not interested in anything right now is also an expectation. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just follow this relationship? And you'll know if you're not ready for the relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. And you can communicate with that if it comes up. But there's no reason to, like, open with it. Right, but okay. So, what if what if that the person is expressing attraction and interest and a desire to date them? Okay, in that moment, they can be like, "I'm just not that into you right now," <laughs> or "I'm not there yet." I'm not ready for that. Yeah, I guess you can say that. But like, also, wh- where where is this? This is the stupidest thing. I've been on a dating website. Yep. Now, I don't know if these are excuses girls are using just to not have to meet me. But I'll go be talking with someone. They're like, you know what? I just realized that I'm just freshly out of a relationship. I'm not really ready for this type of blah, blah, blah. I'm like, get off the app. Yeah, I think that's not cool. But I've definitely done that. I've definitely gone on a dating app right after a breakup just to have my ego stroked a little bit. Must be so easy as a lady. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Just like instantly 5,000 people are like in your... Well, I don't know about 5,000, but like, uh, let's presume that this person is not meeting these people on a dating app and they're just like actual characters from their real life who have been like, I understand you're single now. Yeah. Let's hang out. And maybe they're interested in these people, but know that they don't want to go from one thing into another in any kind of hurried fashion. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, if they're saying that they're into you, I mean, how personal do you have to be? Like, But if you feel that you are okay with going, I'm not ready for a relationship right now, like it's anyone's business, you can just be like, that's very sweet. Like, I don't know what you say. Like, how do you get rid of people if you don't want to? But it, that's the question. Do you get rid of them? Like, presumably, they're not horrible people. They're interesting people. So the idea is that maybe I would want to engage with them. Yeah, in like down a the road. Month like, or two. can you say, "Hey, I'm not there yet," and like, give me a hot minute. I'm going to take like a month to myself, and I'll be back in touch. If you get married in the meanwhile, then them's the breaks. Or yeah. are you like, well, you know, I'm open to getting to know you and hanging out. I'm just like not in that headspace right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. What I mean, those it? are very good answers. Both of those are good? Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, so the second... Okay, I see where they're, where they're different. Yeah. Thanks for listening, That's Joel. your... That's her, his... Um, their. Their decision whether or not they feel that they can 
engage with this person without it like clouding their, I mean, this goes back, we've answered this question somewhat in a different uh, vein. And that was the idea that um, can you uh, or should you start this new relationship thing when the old one, you're still in the story of the old one, as mm-hmm. you like to put it. Um, and I was saying that there is a chance that you could sort of, I don't want to say poison, that sounds dramatic, but muddy the potential of the new thing because you are laying on this person the burdens of your past. So if you can extricate yourself from that and then... So it's, it really depends on what potential you see in this other person. Right. So if you're like, I, okay, you are interested in me. I'm, I'd like to be your friend, Yeah. but I'm not into a relationship thing. And you don't really see them as a potential partner anytime down the road, then yeah, why don't you just hang out with them, have a nice time? Yeah. And if they know that that's the dynamic, then you're cool. Yeah. But if there's, uh, but if there's part of you, <laughs> if there's actual potential there, that goes, yeah, then maybe you do want to hold off so that you can get yourself in the right frame of mind and then be able to engage with them fully without constantly mentioning your ex. Yeah, I actually think that they should clear their dance card. Completely. Mm-hmm. and For both scenarios. Yeah. I think even if they are attracted to these other people or interested in the other people, they know that they're not in that headspace right now, period. And I think rather than like engaging with people and possibly getting clouded or finding themselves falling into something that they know that they're not ready for, they should just make a clear... You know, and you don't have to be a jerk about it. You can say, hey, look, I think you're really cool. I need to take some space and time for myself right now because I need to process what's happened. I'd love to get in touch with you in a couple weeks or, you know, next month, whatever the case may be. You know, obviously, like, I, ho- I wish you the best. Yeah. You know, if you, I don't think you have to say if you want to start dating other people. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, there's much, no, there should be no expectations, obviously. No, and I think, I think you just have to be real clear that that's where your head's at. Because if the people, if you know these people are attracted to you and interested in you, any bit of attention that you're giving is going to be encouraging to them in some way. That's the other thing, right? The point where you might be like, oh, it'd be nice to have your company. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, maybe she'll love me. We talked about hope a lot last episode and how devastating it can be. Yeah. And that's what you're doing is you're setting up someone to just be hoping that you get over the other person. Yeah, and I think the rebound thing is a really bad idea. I know a lot of people do it, but I I think it's bad. Is it a bad idea if like both people are on the same page? No, but that's pretty rare. Like if you get somebody who like is freshly out of a serious relationship or marriage or something like that and you know the the other person is like this is not the type of person that I would like be in a serious relationship like you're you're like you would just see, look at these two people together and go, they're at complete odds. Like, they're just so different. Mm-hmm. Is that such you, a... You just gave me a really good idea, Joel. What was that? Well, I think in that case, maybe it is a good idea to be on a dating app and just put, like, I just want to rebound. That's a, I'll tell you why that's a bad idea. Why? <laughs> because it's, it, says, it basically says, release the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're right. It'll be gross. You see you're something so casual, you're like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll jump on that. Um, but uh, 
yeah, it's difficult, eh? Because you wish you could, as a woman, just go something casual and just have people going, yeah, I understand what something casual means. You still want to like each other. Yeah. You don't want somebody with to some just respect. randomly show up and bang you and leave and never talk to you again. Mm. Um, I mean, maybe sometimes you do, but that's a different To each question. their own cat. That's a different question. <laughs> I don't want that for the record. Um, yeah, no, I would say like make a clear boundary, give yourself a little container in which you can process all your stuff. And then, because you're right, like I think if you are engaging with someone and you know you're not ready yet, you stand to like compromise any potential in the future to connect well with this person when you are in a clearer headspace. Not only that, you also have the potential to have such confused feelings that you end up in a certain circumstance with this person that should never have happened. Yeah. So you, you could end up in a serious relationship with them and then go, wait a second. What was I doing? That would never have happened if I wasn't like in love with this other person and hurting and this person, you know, was so patient and kind yeah. and like, you know, roped me in so damn well. Yeah. You know? So you owe it to yourself to be like independent and cool and then clear-headed, and you can go, all right. This and is and I will say, like, if that person actually is a good connection for you, they're going to totally respect that. Mm-hmm. They're going to do their own thing and, like, occupy their life in however way they want. And if it's, like, a month or two that you're talking about, if it's a long-term relationship and it's going to be a good one, they're still going to be around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So calm down. Yeah. Clear your dance card. Take some space. Heal your heart. Question number two. Yeah. Is it appropriate to apologize to your partner's parent because of the relationship stress the two of you are experiencing? My boyfriend and I have been having a hard time and his mom has been giving me the cold shoulder. When I tried to talk to my boyfriend about this, he suggested I apologize to her, which really threw me for a loop. (laughs) What do you guys think about that idea? Fuck her. That was bold. (laughs) That's so dumb. Tell me why, Joel. And, and, and by the way, fuck him. <laughs> and that re- apologize to my mom? Joel's got some real strong feelings Who are you around dating? this one. Who are you dating? The whole fucking family? Leave the relationship. That's, o- that's over. This is, that's nuts. Is he Italian? I don't know. Get out of that. You have a real thing with the Italians, eh? Mama's boys. Oh, so, I mean... I had a similarly confused response. I don't know that it was as passionate. <laughs> My response is not confused, Kat. <laughs> uh, I guess confused about the, the desire to have the apology happen in the first place. <laughs> your, your, your response was very clear, in fact. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah, I feel like... The, by the way, the mom's probably very sweet. Maybe. Oh, wait, she's doing the cold shoulder. Fuck her. Go on. <laughs> Jesus. I forgot think, that piece. I, I'm a mom. What? I am a mom. I have children. Uh, but I also understand the complexities of relationships. So if my child's partner and my child are having a difficult time, has the partner beaten my child? Have they cheated? Hi, Jane. I just called to say sorry that um, I was pushing your son to pick up his laundry and we ended up having a bit of a tiff over it and it probably did get out of hand. I just wanted to apologize. I know that he is your son and, and you did raise him and I just wanted to say sorry because I did happen to ask him to pick up his underwear and, and that was very forceful of me and some things were... I was like, fuck her! <laughs> You're killing me here. I hope I hope that Jane doesn't hear this podcast but I think... 
I think it is inappropriate. I think it's so inappropriate to expect, unless like, okay, so if your child's spouse when your child is in a family, has... No, by the way, then, by the way, don't say the word child and spouse. It's, it's weird, your child's spouse. Your fully even grown then, adult spouse. Even then, you cannot take the actions of fully developed adults so personally that you require an apology in those instances. The, I think if, you're, if your kid has a partner who you know, is trying to do better and trying to work through the relationship and like trying to be better at being a partner. That's really all you need. You know, you don't need them to apologize to you. you I mean, I, I'm going to start making this a, a Bible podcast. I've decided to make this a Christian podcast. <laughs> there's, there's an idea in the Bible. Don't ask me where it's found, but you can Google it, which is do not take up an offense for your, I think they might use the word brother mm-hmm. in that case. Don't take them an offense for someone else. It's not yours. And this, no one follows that. We're getting offended for our friends. Everything. We're getting offended yep. for our coworkers. We're getting offended for our kids. We're getting, don't take up an offense for them. Yeah, I agree. And like, here's a scenario to imagine. So this woman is offended because this person's hurt her son's feelings or whatever the case. Um, they work through it, the, the the couple involved work through it, and like things are better. And now what? They can't come and have family dinners? Christmas is always going to be awkward because you were pissed off that this happened? Like, Hi, Jane. I wanted to call. I know a text wouldn't have been good enough to talk about my relationship with your son. Um, I really apologize that our libidos are just not in line lately. You know, um, I know he really, really, really wanted a blowjob the other night. And I just really, really, really didn't want to give it to him. And I just want to apologize. Things got out of hand. Things were said. <laughs> we, we really did, you know, have a pretty heated argument. I'm not going to say it was all on me, but I also don't want to say to you that it was on him in any way because you're very sensitive about it. I just wanted to call and apologize to you that I didn't suck your son's cock. <laughs> Fuck you, Jane. <laughs> oh. Have have you experienced this? Are they married? No, it's her boyfriend. Move out. <laughs> Run away. Yeah, like it's not good. Like that's a bad dynamic. I don't dynamic. know. They live together. They didn't mention anything about well, living together. Well, it doesn't matter. Move out of their Has life. this ever happened to you? Because I feel like you're. it's like really hitting home for it you. Does, no, I don't think it has. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. I just hate the idea. Like I just know this idea of like, like, a, like this, like a close family and then you and then you kind of tie someone in with the whole family so for him to go you got to apologize to my mom that's a that's a manipulation like that's not on that's mm-hmm. not normal that's saying like you're going to feel bad and you know how bad you actually have to apologize to my mom <laughs> like that's that's how much you've screwed up and it's mental and, it, and what happened? Well, it was a suggestion. So, like, maybe he, it's a, he it's knows a, his mom and knows that that's what's going to make it better. Like, maybe oh, he. Oh, I see. Okay. I can accept that a bit more. But what really got me was like, and I, I've heard of like, you know, when you break up with somebody and the whole family, like, start, like, you're breaking up with the family mm-hmm. and you got to, like, you know, they try to. I've had moms send me messages. She really loves you. Oh my God, that's so inappropriate. I'm like, I get it. That's nice, but 
don't talk to me. I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even met this person. Yeah, no, that's that's wildly inappropriate. Yeah, but these these whole family, but you know, like sometimes people can rope people back in because of family. Like, like my to mother me, loves this says you. this is this tells the girlfriend you're never going to be in this family. You're never going to be accepted by us because if you make any mistakes, you're out. That's it, yeah, right? Like nuts. it's not like hey, I can see you guys are struggling. Is there anything I can do to support you? You know what my mom's like? <laughs> no, I don't. My, <laughs> I've talked about her a couple times, Kay. You haven't <laughs> inferred anything yet? A couple things. This is, what, this, this is what my mom's like. If I were to date someone, and I kind of mentioned it before when I said you'd become one of her girls if she ever <laughs> met you. If I'm dating someone, I, I feel like she's going to side with the person I'm dating more than me. Like yeah. You're not apologizing to my mom. You can go to my mom and say, Joel's a dick, and she'll go... I'm sure he is. <laughs> but how can we work to rectify this? Yeah, like what do you like, guys need? How can it? I support you through yeah. your healing? Like like what is the like maybe and it's probably going to be something like don't take up an offense fest <laughs> some bible verse. But um you know what like let let's try to make this work like but tr- also I get it. He yeah, is a dick. Yeah, of course. I'm trying to imagine future Noah his partner coming to me and saying, you know, or whatever, he's going through a hard time with his partner. My impulse would be like, do you love them? Do you feel like you can create the kind of life you want with them? Mm -hmm. So like, what can you guys do together to try to work through this or hear each other better and connect better and communicate better? That would be my response to that. Now we do, we don't really have an inkling of what it is that the, the challenges between these people but to be fair, I like mean, if, if she, this woman if she tried is to have run things. him over with her car, <laughs> yeah, if she or banged like, like seven other guys, yeah, and, and filmed it and put it on the internet, yeah, like I get it. Like my mom wouldn't be too keen either. No, she but, might be a little bit like on my team, going, leave this crazy woman. Yeah, you know. So really, that I, we should specify that. Yeah, but if it's a simple run of the mill, you guys aren't getting along. Sometimes you argue a little bit. And mom has to hear it, but don't tell mom. Mm-hmm. A boyfriend, like anyway, they shouldn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, your parents should not be involved in your intimate relationships yeah, in I don't such like an this, enmeshed way. I don't like this uh, dynamic. Google enmeshment and family dynamics. Is that a word? Enmeshment. Enmeshment. Yeah. Enmeshment. <laughs> enmeshment. Enmeshment. Google enmeshment. <laughs> Should I spell it? I'm not even sure that I can, but it's a real thing. It's about like being connected in a way that lacks boundaries with your family. Yeah. Dumb. Okay. Question number three. Nah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not feeling it either. You know, forget it. Let's call it a day. (laughs) You're on your own. Good luck, folks. 21 minute episode. Enjoy. (laughs) We can't. We have to do this. All right. Okay. My live in. Blah, blah, blah. Why do I feel like every time I open my mouth, you're just going to do that same thing? No, no, no. Go ahead. My live-in partner and I... (laughs) I don't know why this always makes me laugh. It's a stupidest joke. I needed a drink of water. Yeah, of course you did. For sure. Go on. (laughs) I can't stop. Okay. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to do it. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I have to breathe now. God, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I don't I can't think of a third thing. 
My live-in partner and I have very different beliefs about the pandemic. Mm-mm. <laughs> With a second wave looming, <laughs> I'm really worried that this will add extra stress in our home, as it certainly did the first time around. How can we create safety and come up with an approach that respects everyone's ideas? So they don't, they don't agree that the pandemic's happening. There are different beliefs about the <laughs> pandemic. One person's like, well, the world's wearing masks. The other person's like, nah, I don't think so. Well, it might be like um, one person is really following the advice of the CDC and um, whatever governing bodies are dictating all of the rules right now that yeah. we're following. And the other person is like, they're really up playing this. This is just like a virus that humanity has to get used to. Yeah. It's not nearly as dangerous as everyone's suggesting. Mm-hmm. This is all like serious overkill and it, right. they're just trying to control us. Yeah. Hypothetically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like... This, this is a, uh, they've got microchips in the vaccine type of person. It might be versus, that case versus like... Versus the... Average. If we just wear masks, maybe it'll all go away yeah, quicker. Possibly, let's say. Let's yeah. say. For the sake of speculation, let's say that. So you know... How do these people coexist in this time? You, you, you are, This is going to be a little off side. And, and you tell me if this, is, um, if this is a parallel, if you see where I'm going with this. But let's say there's two people in a relationship. One of them smokes marijuana and the other one doesn't smoke marijuana. Right. They both live in the same home. Yeah. Now, the person that smokes marijuana, should they be al- allowed to smoke marijuana inside the house in their partner's face? Or does it make more sense that they would go outside? I think it would make more sense if their partner's not okay with it. Just to keep the house from stinking like pot. Yeah, I think they should go outside. It's respectful. And that compromise is kind of what's necessary to coexist <laughs> With other humans who are not right. you. And, and in a sense, it's like if it's because the pot is going to cause a reaction in the space that I'm going to sense mm-hmm. that's going to be disgusting to me. Just leave the house, please. Yeah. So the parallel, that, do you see where I'm going with a parallel here? A little, a little bit. bit, yeah. It's weak. But it's the idea that why don't we just err on the side of putting the mask on? You know, there are things that you can do to mitigate the spread of COVID-19 that are suggested and sometimes legally enforced. Yeah. Why don't we just do those things? Yeah. It's not killing anyone that we know of, unless they're dying, killing themselves. Apparently, that's what happens. You have to wear a mask, you kill yourself. But um, have you heard that? No. What? Well, the, it's more the isolation thing, oh. but it's just like, or you can't breathe with the mask, blah, blah, blah. There's, or what is it doing to our psyche to wear these masks? What's it doing to our psyche for kids to wear the mask in class? There's a lot of questions. Right. But the point is that we do, we can't assume, I, I, I can't, it's hard for me not to assume that wearing a mask would stop sending COVID at someone else's face. Germs. Yeah. I mean, it's effective, like, scientifically. It's got to be. Also, this is not the first time in history where people have had to don masks in public in order to, like... They've done it in China for ages. And even here, like, during the Spanish flu, everyone was wearing masks. And they didn't have to do it forever. They just did it until the virus dissipated or whatever it is that viruses do. and, And I'll go, maybe it isn't effective and none of it matters and the whole thing is blown out of proportion. Okay. Maybe not. Yeah. So why don't we do the thing where we err on the side of not killing more people mm-hmm. just for a time mm-hmm. and then we'll just reevaluate. Like what's the harm? 
you know? Well, you know, your rights are being infringed upon and your sure. freedoms are being denied. Sure they are. Absolutely they are. <laughs> but aren't they like all the time with all the rules that we have yeah, to some extent? But, but, but it's like, but what if? Like I want to park wherever. I don't want to park in a designated yeah, parking you gotta spot. you got to park in the handicapped. It's closer. I want to park as conveniently as I can to mm-hmm. wherever I'm going. Just like up on the f- curb. Yeah. I would Walk park. In. I would park in the venue if I, would, I could. Yeah, I would park in the front, like at Sobeys, park right in the front of the doors. Just get out and walk and, in. And, and not stay in line. And why can't we? Because it's dangerous. Huh? And it's inconvenient to everybody else. Whatever. Which You're, is the same reason why we need to wear masks. You leftist snowflakes. I am. I am. <laughs> I am a snowflake. I don't know. I just, I think regardless of whatever their beliefs are about the pandemic, we're in a time where nobody actually really knows exactly what to do right now. But like, this, this is what I'm trying to get at. And that's why I, I compared it to the marijuana thing. Because mm-hmm. we, I think we're leaning to, like both in what we've said, sort of leaning to the side of that masks are probably a good thing yeah uh, if not logically a good thing yeah but we've got to I, we don't have to but I don't think it's a bad idea to sort of say okay I will let you believe that maybe it is all silly and useless. yeah like believe whatever you want sure you have to arrive at a place of peace and like harmony in your home and maybe we're all gonna go <laughs> remember that six months we wore masks we were such idiots yeah and then but, you can be right and that's fine yeah. but like in but the it could be six months later we didn't wear masks and half the world that dies mm-hmm. or whatever you know th- those numbers seem high but um yeah but the point is why where did better safe than sorry go Mm-hmm. Like, did that just like you've heard that your whole life, and now all every parent it seems is going they're better safe than sorry. They're infringing on my rights. Like, relax. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were better safe? Yeah. Like, why are we wearing seatbelt? Why is it a lot to wear a seatbelt? Yeah. That's not even apparently it d- does help other people. Like, I guess you don't fly out your in- windshield and into their car and kill them. But it's really a lot of it's for you, and it's a law. Mm-hmm. You're telling me to save myself? Yeah. Well, of course you're going to come up with a, a, a temporary law to try to save other people. Anyway, I'm leaning toward, again, I'm, I'm selling the mask thing. I don't want to sell masks, but I want to sell the idea that masks are the safest solution. Bet. Yeah. Or then not accommodation. Yeah. Believe, um, believe what's going on or not. Think it's all whatever. If it isn't, You'd be sorry if you didn't follow this whole mask thing. And like, I mean, maybe this person isn't going to wear masks when they're out on their own. Uh, but maybe there are other things that their partner needs them to agree to do in order for their partner to feel safe. So we're, okay, so in this scenario, we're talking about that. We want them to, like, they want the, their partner to wear a mask with them. I don't know. I don't know what they want. They have different ideas about the pandemic and now like one of them is worried about what's going to happen if there's a second wave and they can't come to some agreement about how they're going to approach things together yeah yeah so there has to be an agreement about how they're going to approach things yeah and that agreement should be heavily leaning on the side of of the safety thing i would say i think so too especially like in a scenario where maybe there's kids involved. If you've got a family yeah. too, it's like a whole next level of setting an example, setting example, protection. Yeah. 
humanity, yeah, <laughs> community. And, and, and then we can all look silly at the end of this and go, it was just a cold, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would rather be like, whoa, okay, well. We, yeah, we, uh, we went too far. We went too far. I mean, the, the whole economy thing, blah, blah, blah. But actually, I think I'm surprised because there were other things killing people. I don't know why we've started with this one. <laughs> you know, we could have been shutting a lot of stuff down a long time ago. It's true. To save tons of lives. Yeah, like consuming sugar, for example. Yeah. Alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, these things, we didn't care. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, we're like, whoa, you can get a really bad cold. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down, everyone. Whoa, wear masks. Wear masks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's really oversimplifying it, but uh, you do make a good point. You, you need to for jokes. but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> It's true. But, it, it, but yeah, I mean. And if they can't come to a compromise, I feel like they need to separate through this. Because, like, why, why jeopardize your sense of safety? Because you're, you can't arrive at a place where everyone feels okay. And then I guess conversely, you would say, why jeopardize your sense of freedom because your partner is totally freaking out? Yeah, that that is, I mean, a good point where what would that look like to um, leave the other person to their own devices? Or do you have to physically leave the house? I guess you're saying if they go out haphazardly and this person now has to interact with them and they were nervous that they're going to be carrying this COVID, then yeah, maybe they have to physically remove themselves from the situation and hope that that doesn't really damage the relationship. Mm. But they'll be like long distance until the vaccine is developed. And at which point one of them is not going to get the vaccine anyway, because they're going to be afraid that they're being like controlled by the government. But again, if I go back to this, (laughs) (laughs) this relationship is doomed. But this, this weed, go back to the weed thing. Like if you were like, I can't stand when you smoke weed in the house, I can't live with you. I can't be in the house together. You know, you can move out. There's one simple solution to it. Mm-hmm. Stop smoking the weed in the house yeah. or smoke, stop smoking weed. Then I'll move back. So in the same way, it's like I can't be in the same house with you. I'm worried you're going to bring COVID in because you keep on going and, um, you know, breathing breathing on those boys that you hang out with in your poker game or something. And they all were, you know, whatever. Um, there's one simple solution, and that is to respect the the whole mask thing or respect this or that take those precautions and then i will gladly live in the home with you again Mm -hmm. so that's really just on that other person to go okay i don't care enough i'll just let go ahead go ahead go away it's fine yeah and then that's your answer okay (laughs) problem solved yeah uh or they can go okay i hear you sorry i get it I think it's overkill. I think you're being dramatic. But I love you. But I love you. I want you to have your needs around. are important to me. Yeah. I love the life we're trying to create. Yeah. Et cetera. So et cetera. I'll do this thing that I, I think is stupid. We'll see what happens, but I'll do it. And uh, yeah, that's how that, that's how to solve that one. Mm-hmm. And then no one's parents going to get pissed off at you and accept an apolo- expect an <laughs> apology. So good. Good all around. You thought my son needed to wear a mask? Yes, Jane. And it's none of your business. But he's got such a beautiful face. Go away. Jane. Oh, Jane. (laughs) She should have been Karen, but such a cliche. (laughs) And we don't do cliches here, do we, Joel? I'm sure we've touched on so many (laughs) cliches all the time. 
All right. Well, that was yet another low-key episode of I Do and I Don't. Yep. If you, in the meanwhile, have any questions that you'd like Joel, Joel and I to weigh in on or like expressively and violently oppose, <laughs> you can send them to I Do and I Don't Show at gmail.com or through our website at I Do and I Don't dot show. Or you can DM us on Instagram at I do and I don't show. And I will be the one reading your questions and I will be the one honoring your privacy and anonymity. Sorry, I fell asleep there. Um, and all I have to say, that's all great. Thank you, Kat. All I have to say uh, is F you, Jane.